0: As we read through the Old Testament chronologically, we've just completed reading 1 Samuel, and we're looking at the life of David. Therefore, we're going to be reading several psalms today. Psalms 121, 123, 124, 125. Psalms 128, 129, and 130. This is the new King James Version of the podcast. The King James Version is also available. A note about the introduction to these psalms. In all of these psalms... 120 through 134, the introduction to each one says a song of ascent. And we're not certain what these Hebrew superscriptions mean. The Hebrew word for ascents means steps of ascent. The Mishnah, which is a Jewish collection of writings on Jewish thought and tradition, it assigns the collection of those fifteen psalms, one twenty through one thirty-four, with the steps, the fifteen steps of the temple. And that is suggesting that the Levites sang these songs of ascents. Perhaps, but it may rather be that the songs were so subtitled because they were sung in the three annual festival processions as the participants ascended to Jerusalem. Those three annual festivals were unleavened bread, first fruits, and tabernacles specified in Exodus chapter 34, verses 10 through 28. So let's begin today with Psalm 121, God doesn't sleep. The subtitle simply says, A Song of Ascents. Verse 1, I will lift up my eyes to the hills, from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. The author of this psalm is not given. God will preserve Israel. That's the thing. This psalm emphasizes God's faithfulness in being responsive to Israel. The key to this passage is verse 1. It says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. Whenever Israel looked to God, God was faithful to deliver them. He was always available. Notice verses 3 and 4. In other documents discovered in Mesopotamia and determined to be written during this same period, a sleeping God is a common term and is used to describe one who is unresponsive to the prayers of the person who is calling out for help. Now, you may recall the story of Elijah in 1 Kings 18, verse 27. That's when he was ridiculing Baal because he wasn't answering the Baal prophets. And he spoke to them, and he said, perhaps he's sleeping and must be awakened. He was talking about their false god, Baal. Of course, Israel's big problem was always that they went after other gods. All their failures as a nation were as a result of not calling upon the one true God of Israel. That brings us to Psalm 123, "'To whom do you look for provision?' It says in the subtitle, A Song of Ascents, verse 1, unto you I lift up my eyes, O you who dwell in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their masters, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God, until he has mercy on us. Have mercy on us, O Lord, have mercy on us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt.'" Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorn of those who are at ease, with the contempt of the proud. In verse 3 here, the psalmist states a contrast between the wicked and those who have been deemed righteous by God, when he says, "'Have mercy on us, O Lord, have mercy on us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt.' Through God's mercy, He has taken away our contempt and made us righteous." In Psalm 124, the psalmist David here expresses that it's a good thing God was on our side. The subtitle to this one says, A Song of Ascents of David. Verse 1, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters would have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our soul. Then the swollen waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord, who has not given us as prey to their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth." without God on our side, some really bad things could have happened. That's what the psalmist is saying here. But God delivered us. Note the analogy given by David in verse 7 of the bird escaping from the snare. David must have felt exactly like this. Finally, after Saul was dead, that brings us to Psalm 125. It says in the subtitle, A Song of Ascents, verse 1. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds His people from this time forth and forever. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous reach out their hands to iniquity. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good, and to those who are upright in their hearts." As for such as turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord shall lead them away with the workers of iniquity. Peace be upon Israel. Peace be upon Israel. The reference to Mount Zion here identifies Jerusalem and specifically the place where David authorizes the building of Solomon's temple. Today, a Zionist is uh, what's well, a word used to describe those who sought to reestablish a Jewish homeland in Palestine. Modern Zionism is concerned with the support and development of the state of Israel. Psalm 128, Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord. The subtitle says, A Song of Ascents, verse 1. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in His ways. When you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy, and it shall be well with you. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house. Your children like olive plants all around your table." Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you out of Zion, and may you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes, may you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. We're not told the author of this psalm either. This whole psalm elaborates upon verse 1, which says, Blessed is every one who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. The Hebrew word for fear in verse 1 is Yareh, and sometimes means moral reverence, as is the case here. You'll notice in this psalm that your family will be blessed as well when you serve God. In Psalm 129, we have the psalmist writing and saying that they afflicted me from my youth. The subtitle here says, A Song of Ascents, verse 1. Many a time they have afflicted me from my youth. Let Israel now say, Many a time they have afflicted me from my youth, yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed on my back, they made their furrows long. The Lord is righteous, he has cut in pieces the cords of the wicked. Let all those who hate Zion be put to shame and turned back. Let them be as the grass on the housetops, which withers before it grows up, with which the reaper does not fill his hand nor he who binds sheaves his arms. Neither let those who pass by them say, The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. While the theme of this psalm sounds like David, the author really is unknown. Take care of them, Lord. Well, that's what the psalmist is saying when we see in verse 5, Let all those who hate Zion be put to shame and turn back. The author's use of the word Zion here embodies a lifestyle of dependence upon the God of Israel. He looks to God for his protection from his enemies. Note the reference in verse 6 to grass on the housetops. That's a funny place to find grass. However, with regard to the construction of homes during that period, the uppermost roof was constructed of beams laid across the walls intertwined with reeds and grasses. The whole roof would then be plastered with mud to fill in the gaps and make them relatively water-resistant. Seeds in the grass or mud might briefly sprout, but would quickly die for lack of roots. And our last psalm today, Psalm 130, I have cried to you, O Lord. The subtitle to this one simply says, A Song of Ascents, verse 1. Out of the depths I have cried to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If you, Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with you, that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I do hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. Yes, more than those who watch for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is abundant redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. No author's name is given for this psalm, Psalm 130 is one of the seven what are called penitential psalms, the others being Psalms 6, 32, 38, 51, 102, and 143. Verses 3 and 4 point out the essence of God's forgiveness. Isn't it great that God doesn't keep a running tally? Our sins are forgiven each time we ask. First John 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Verses 7 and 8 sum it all up when they say, O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is abundant redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. This concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. The Background Music Release Podcast is an original composition written by the music director of Fayette Bible Church, Paul Walker.